Podcast. It's me so far with Don Fry. We are waiting for uh, lots of people. We're waiting for the Greg Romero Wilson, who's right here, and Sean McCorkle should be coming on in two seconds. Uh, Greg, uh, Greg, how are you, Don? How was your weekend? It was pretty damn good, partner. Pretty good. Yeah. What did, did you do? Uh, yeah, I slept mostly. Slept mostly. <laughs> that sounds good to me. Yeah. But you look like you're in like you're like in much better shape though. I like saw you at like in pictures and stuff. Like, have you been working out or what? No, no, laying on my ass. No. <laughs> Again, sounds good to me. I like the sound of that. And and Greg, how was your weekend? Uh, it was it was great. I went to my first. Uh, first of all, the Dallas Mavericks destroyed the Phoenix Suns in a game seven yesterday. And the Dallas Stars took the Calgary Flames deep into overtime. I think they may have gotten multiple overtimes at a game seven of in Calgary. Unfortunately, the, the, the Stars didn't get it done. But the Mavericks, I mean, what a beatdown. And, of course, I watched it this morning because yesterday I went to, like, the first concert I've gone to since, you know, the event. Yeah. And uh, uh, the nice thing was that, you know, because of the event, I, I qualify for the ADA seating, which was actually in the VIP. And so uh, I got to sit and enjoy the uh, the concert, even though it was a festival concert. It was called Cruel World with all the classic uh, original alternative and goth bands like Bauhaus and Morrissey and uh, PIL and and. Uh, um, uh, bands like that. So it was just a really, uh, it was, it was a great time. And it was great to finally get back out there and like feel normal again. I felt so normal. It's fucking fantastic. It was violent femmes, right? Wait, wait, violent femmes. Yes. That was the other band. Violent femmes. Great. They put, they're still fantastic. Everyone aged really well. They all sounded great. I'll tell you who didn't age well. The audience. Oh my God. <laughs> Woo. They were not, uh, they, life has been they, cruel has been to them. Yeah. Don, what were you asking? Uh, Greg got Greg got ADA just from having a heart attack. Yeah. They let me sit in the ADA seating. It was great. I, I oh asked them and they God. were like, we're happy to accommodate you. And they gave me the wristband and everything. It was fantastic for me and my wife. It was fantastic. That's pretty awesome. Well, you deserve it, man. You're fucking back to get the touchies and we pulling that one now. <laughs> Not if Don Fry has anything to do with it. Dude, I had the craziest right, thing, right? So I get a call that I booked a modeling gig, right? Uh, for underwear, boxers, which I've never done before in my life. <laughs> Thank you, right? I, I've never booked a modeling gig in my life. I never even went out for one, right? But like, oh, this woman pissed me up. So I, I get what there. Say, what was the description? Like looking for a dude with a, a, a unthreatening package? <laughs> <laughs> It was the well. It was it was called it was called package. The thing was called package, right? It was called package. So I get there and I'm like, 
my ego's to the roof. I'm telling my wife, my wife's like, you know, you're not making that much money for this. Why don't you stay home? I'm like, listen, I am a model, you know, uh, please don't ruin my food. <laughs> I'm an underwear model now. Yeah. So you're going to have to earn this. I was at my entire, I'm like, listen, you're not going to kill my dream. Okay. I work very hard for this. So I show up, right. There's a bunch of, it's like, it's, it seems like a, it's well, urban brands. Is that what you want to say? Right. Like, uh, so, sure. <laughs> so like, so wait, uh, you, we're selected to model the urban brand of underwear called Package. Right. Yes, so I, get I have been selected to uh, model for a kung fu company called Bruce Lee. So it all made it all lines up. This makes so I, get, I get there. There's like a six foot six Marine black guy who's shredded. Like guys got like a 15 pack, you know, just like and there's a bunch of girls at 21, 22, 23. So the, the lady in charge, she's really cool. She's like, OK, so you're going to be for our dad bod collection. I was like, oh, my God. Right. I was like, <laughs> I, I believe our man called it. He said it right. He's like, what is it for dad bod? He nailed it. Dude, she goes, she goes, not everyone has to look like him. Right. I was like, it kept getting worse. Right. She's like, no. not everyone's got to have a huge penis and gigantic savory balls. These are also for Jewish pet balls and white guy penis. She's like, you're attractive. She's like, she's like, you know, you're average, but fit. I'm like, it, it keeps getting worse. Right. I'm average. Yeah. But fit, right. At least she stayed in the average. So then she goes, she goes, all right, so we're going to couple people up, right? So this guy goes with every girl. I don't go with one girl. Like, I'm, like, in the fucking corner. Like, I, I, like, model myself, right? Then they have me eating Cheetos, like, drinking beer. <laughs> drinking beer. <laughs> Dude, it was... <laughs> It was, I was so fucking, it was so hurtful, dude. I gotta, I gotta say, like, and then they wanted me to you do didn't, that. You didn't tell your wife, did you? What, what? You didn't tell your wife, did you? I did. She was dying laughing, dude. But like, the, the oh. other guy was getting massages by the girls during the scenes. He was giving them massages. I'm oh, my fire. God. Dude, it was, but look, hold on. I'll, I'll, I'll uh, show you a picture, Greg, for the package. I'm, 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 oh, I'm now, please, please share this with all of us. The world I'm, needs now, to know. I am now a package model, see? I mean, listen, honestly, your body looks fantastic, man. You know, I can't see the package, but I don't, I'm surprised that they chose. They were like, you've got the dad bod. You got the bad uh, yeah. You're pretty fit for a dad bod. Dad bod is like used to be fit. That like, you're, you're looking pretty good, buddy. But yeah, but you, I mean, have, you, have, that preview, you have that prepubescent um, Asian <laughs> package right <laughs> the other guy had like a funny back, bro he had a fucking dude i never felt more left out in my life but then and then during the they're like okay why don't you talk about that i'm like oh you know I, before a package my balls smelled terrible i started making shit up i'm like women were throwing up but now package saved my life it saved my marriage i was just doing a whole thing uh but it was just it was crazy dude it was like oh i could see God. you going through the room to all the women not trying to sleep with you going i'm sorry i'm married i'm married i can't <laughs> <laughs> don't please continue massaging the other model i am not i, I gotta say no ladies i'm, I'm gonna be four, no. i'm gonna be 44 on friday these girls were like 21 22 you know well happy early birthday to you buddy happy birthday thank you man uh, where are you gonna be on your birthday I'm, I'm gonna be in vegas thursday night doing that special and then i'm, I'm gonna be back here friday I okay well little, that's nice i may have a little party friday night at my house uh, oh please let me know um, but yeah, what a, what a, oh my God, I, it went from so good to so bad. I was so cocky about this modeling, you know, I was working out this, 
<laughs> I mean, I'm glad you're working out. I mean, you want to give them your best show. Now, let me ask you this, because I think this is the question on everyone's mind. Did you chub up for the camera? Uh, no, I, I didn't chub up. I, it Not was, at all. Did you it was a, did it you was a guy. It was a guy photographer, and uh, it, I mean, there were it was all black and blue boxers, so you wouldn't be. Able was to there that. shrinkage? Did you? No, did you retracted? No, it was. Yeah, I just didn't. I, I was thinking about shoving up, but I'm like, you know what? That would have been a. Uh, it just would have been weird. You know what I'm saying? I, I would have felt weird chubbing up. Not they, they, you, put you you the, they put you with the Marine <laughs> at that time, bro. <laughs> Dude, they should have. They should. I mean, I would have chubbed up a little. I mean, I'm not saying get hard. You don't want to go in there post in a tent, but I mean, you want to. You you know what I mean? Like you want to fill up a little. You know, show them a little. You know. I, I don't know. I mean, the, the boxers felt good on me. It was like good fabric. It, it, like it like naturally felt like maybe I could have got a little chubby if I, if I if I really if I focused on a couple. But I was like, you know what? I didn't want to like. I don't know. I I would I would have felt stupid if I had like a boner. You didn't want to look too good. I don't want to like, like, hey, ladies, how's it going? Be the creepy 44-year-old guy with a boner. You know, uh, obviously, I was the only one not a boner. Anyway, whether you meant to be or not, you know, once you hit 44, you just are. <laughs> All right, let's talk about some of the fun. Well, he, he's non-binary, you know. and uh... <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Uh, McCorkle's still trying to figure out how to log on. I, I wish he was there for this story. I, wa I was waiting to tell him this story because he would have been. I like that he waits to try and figure out his new technology till two minutes before the podcast. <laughs> never. Uh, he's never going to figure out how to do it on his laptop. We should just, you know, he should return the laptop with the dogs. Don, did you watch the fights? No. Okay. Well, we'll talk. All right. Well, I'll tell you what happened. So uh, okay. Jan, Jan Bakovic, Blakovic, is it Blakovic or Bakovic? Blahovic. Blahovic. Okay. So he was the champion. He's the guy that lost to Glover. This was, his, was basically his first fight back. He fought this guy, Rachik. Um, is it Rachik or Rachik? Rachik, I think. Ra yeah. Rachik. And uh, it, this was the main event. Both tough guys. Really, really tough guys. I mean, both like European tough you know there's like a difference between like american tough and yeah like and like european eastern yeah, let's be clear not western european eastern european eastern, yeah eastern european yeah clarify that yeah, yeah they, these guys aren't french so it was one it was one of those fights where like jan won the first jan. round it was close rachik won the second like yep. took him down just beat him up yep. and then in the third round it was Kind of like someone got like Jan got the message of like, okay, stop going to the ground with this guy. You know, we could beat him on the feet. And the guy tore his ACL, Rachik, he tore it from his back leg. Like his back leg just gave out. Um, it was the weirdest injury I've ever seen. Uh, one of them, because you, you, you know, you understand when the, if the ACL tear on like the front leg, or even like if a guy goes in for a double or you check a kick or something, his back, he landed on his back leg wrong. And then he went down. And the other guy, Jan, started celebrating like he just won the Stanley Cup. And uh, it was kind of a weird celebration because. Whoa, 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 Okay, first of all, uh, you got to give Jan some credit yeah. for that because there was a reason he was having to put all his weight on that back foot because Jan had been destroying his front leg. There was no balance. He was absolutely getting know. brutalized yeah. on the front leg. That's why all the weight was going to that leg when he would step backwards. So you got to give Jan a little bit of I credit. I give him a little that. credit, but I don't know. I think it was more of a freak accident than an actual, like, like, I don't, 
I don't know. The win still counts, brother. The win still counts. And while he may have been celebrating, at least he didn't go in and take cheap shots on him. This is oh, another no. thing you got to give him credit for. He stood back and was like, this fight. And I think it was worth celebrating the fact that the fight was over because it was clear the fight was over. Hold on one sec. Violet, what's up? Violet! Can I go in a different room? Why am I bothering you? Can I get paid for you? Go, 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 go paper. You're fine. You're good. All right, no one will see you. You're good. You're good. Okay. Um, so, you're too loud, Daddy. So yeah, she's she's she's, she's had a cough for the past five days. So I've kept her home. Oh. Are you baby. in her room? No, I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> I'm in like the guest room. Oh. Okay. Uh, but this is where the computer is. So she wanted to like draw. So she needs paper. But uh, but yeah, so she's home. I can, I think she has still has a cough. I'm wondering if some of it's a fake cough because it she seems like gotcha. But it's one day. I was like, so. do you have a cough? She goes. Yeah. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, her dad is an actor, so. So uh, anyway, but, but Sean, how are you? And model, sorry, and model. Yeah, thank you. Sean, sure you missed it. I had, a, I got a job as an underwear model, right? And I was yeah. all excited. Like I was like, <laughs> my wife was like not having it because she's, she's like, and I'm like, listen, uh, I was like, I'm an underwear model. You can't kill my dream. This is what I've always wanted to do. Cause I, 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 look, Marky Mark back in the day when he was the underwear was looked pretty fucking cool back in the Calvin Klein days. So I was sure. all excited. And then I like get there. Wait, 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 wait. You're not comparing yourself to Marky Mark right now. Just, <laughs> oh, of course I, he is. Yeah. I, I hate to what tell you, you're not, you're not even one Marky. Okay, so I'm not, even the, I'm not even the funky bunch. Nah, so, you're, you're oh, you're a funky bunch. So then I get there and I'm, I'm part of the dad bod collection, bro. Uh, oh. Yeah, did. And then the other guy that was the model got all the girls, and I, I, I needed to be with one picture with the girls. I was like, you got to be kidding me. But uh, can it, I tell you, if I was hired for an underwear brand, that brand would be called Funky Bunch <laughs> and so, Company. Yeah. Sean, did you watch the fights on, on Saturday? Uh, I fell asleep before the co-main event. The main event. That's how exciting they like exciting they were to me. Like I literally fell asleep watching them. So. Now, it was a great card. What are you talking about? It was better than that. I'll tell you who didn't enjoy the fights was was uh, what's her name, the one who lost her title for not fighting last week. Rose, 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 Rose. yeah. Because these well, girls at least scrapped. Well, we got to talk about that also. But did you watch the main event where the guy's leg gave out? I saw the clip. Yeah. I don't know. I just saw the I saw the clip. What's so stupid is every headline said um, that his fight was lost due to it, like cut short by an injury. And I kept reading it as he lost by cut, like, you know, because the way everybody kept saying oh, yeah, title yeah. fight cut short uh, because of injury or fight title, you know, injury cuts fight short. And so I thought he got cut and I hurt his knee. I was like, what's that have to do with? His cut, but uh, yeah, either way, it's uh, I did win on that fight uh, for once. So it took a someone tearing their ACL accidentally for me to win a bet, but that was the only one I got right too. Was the blow, yeah. which by yeah. the way, which was odd because Rakich was favored in yeah, this, yeah, be favored, yeah, yeah. Well, it's cool. I was watching at the haha, like with the sound off, so maybe I gotta watch it again because it didn't seem like. What, what did, did he switch stances? Is that what? Did, and, and then his leg gave out did, during the fight, or was he always? He switched momentarily, but that was his primary stance. And oh. but he was he switched momentarily before that because because his front leg was getting beat up. I mean, I'm telling you, you got to give Sablovich a lot of credit because he had to put all his weight on that back foot because the front leg took up because he was eating those calf kicks. He wasn't chucking them; he was eating them. And Blahovitz had to have hit it 
15, 20 times. Now, the fight that I want to see, obviously, is the Glover fight in two weeks. He's fighting this guy, Jiri. I'm not even going to pronounce the last name, but that guy looks like a villain from Bloodsport. Like, he looks like one of those, like, street fighter guys you choose when you choose your fighter. You got the crazy (laughs) hair. He hasn't lost since 2015, which is a loss to King Mo, which he avenged. The guy's been killing everybody. Um, And that fight, I think he's going to beat Glover. Not that I don't want Glover to win. I like Glover, but... That guy looks big, really good. You know, I feel like we're getting a little ahead of ourselves right now. I don't know. All right. Other, other fights in the car. Ryan Spann. He won his fight. And I was happy he won because number one, I like Ryan Spann. He's been on the podcast. Nice guy. He went to one of my Zoom comedy shows over the break. If you can sit through a Zoom show, I'm like your friend for life. But he fought, uh, okay. what's his name? Uh, Ian Kudalaba. And before the fight, Kudalaba goes like this. He makes that throat slash. And then he gets choked out by a guillotine. Which is like, which is like his basically fucking his what happened. His throat got chopped chopped off. Um, and it's funny because Span that's like his one. He has like power, but his best he he goes, I'm gonna hurt him and choke him out with a front guillotine. That's exactly what he did. Yeah. Uh, but it's like, Sean, you think like some of these guys just need to know one move really well? Uh, that's what that was my specialty. Um, I just had a. To more setups from all different <laughs> angles, but so not. I tell you what, I wish that Ian Kutlaber guy was half as tough in fights as he is before <laughs> fights and in face-offs and things like that, because he like he seemed like the baddest man alive before the punches start getting thrown. Yeah, um, yeah. Like he really does, but he uh, he rarely backs it up. Don, also reminds me of me. Don, you ever have a guy talk lots of shit to you and you just wrecked him? Yeah, I'm sure. Who? Yeah, a couple of UFCs ago. Remember. <laughs> if I don't remember. <laughs> Was it was uh was Ken Shamrock the biggest shit talker you fought? Yeah, yeah, but that was my fault. I mean, shit, I'm the one that started that, not Ken. You know, so <laughs> I have to. Uh, you know, that, that was all me, baby. That was all me, dude. That was one of the best press conferences. Don shows up in a Hawaiian shirt uh, at the press conference. Like he looked like he just got off like out of Margaritaville with like hanging out with Jimmy Buffett. And Ken Shamrock's just fucking angry at him. And then Don, didn't you like attack him at that press conference? Which which one are you talking about? The one where you're sitting there with a, a Hawaiian shirt and that mustache, make, cracking jokes the whole time. I think you got that mixed up with an episode of Magnum PI, Adam. I don't think that, <laughs> I don't think that actually happened. Um, yeah, more specific because I, I crack jokes all the time, but just poor Ken. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. one in Hollywood. I, I don't know where it was. It looked, it looked like it was like in Hawaii or something. It was like it was it was like oh a, no, the one in Hollywood. I threw a glass of water in his face. And then what did he do? Oh, he picked me up and slammed me on the table. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then uh, what's the name? One Caitlin Chukagan. One she's one that grunts all the time. Uh, okay, was- can we talk about this for one second? Because I, what is Hebus doing going up at her size to a larger division? It looked like a teacher beating up on a student. <laughs> and, and, it, and it looked like she taught the fifth grade. That's what it looked like. It was a close this, I, I was watching this and I was like, and I, at first I thought I, I stupidly bet on Hebus because I was like, okay, the judo or the jujitsu is going to confuse, you know, she'll get Caitlin down, which she did do. For two rounds, yeah. But I mean, at the end of the day, Caitlin was just able to to hit her so many more times yeah. from range because she was so much bigger. It was wild. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. Caitlin Chukagan, she like grunts. She comes from a, a karate background, 
So every time she throws a punch, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I honestly think that sways the judges a little bit because they hear. But so yeah. did Amanda. At the end, they were just swinging and screaming. They were just yeah. like, ah! <laughs> Fucking full on cat fight at the end, boy! I was loving it. Somebody I said she was, somebody, my ankle. It was exciting. Somebody said she was counter grunting. Uh, <laughs> if uh, only that worked. And then Davy Grant, man, I felt bad for Smoka because I like Louis Smoka. He's a guy. He he gets rocked in the first. I mean, just almost finished. Comes back in the second, third. His leg gave out. His leg gave out. And I give the guy credit because he had no more leg to stand on. So he dives in for a low single uh, with with nothing left, and the dude just cracks him in the face and knocks him out when he's lying there. Uh, I give him credit for having the balls, but that was the crazy. I've never seen anyone like throw a Hail Mary in a fight with a low single and just get knocked out. It was fucking crazy. Sean, you see that? No, you guys are making me want to go back and watch this now. We got like counter <laughs> counter kiosks and we got, got knockouts while diving for ankles. Like I got I to gotta go back and rewatch this whole event, apparently. <laughs> I must have missed the. Uh, did you ever have a fight, Sean, where like you knew you had nothing like it was you needed hey, a Hail Mary and kind of went for it? Uh, yeah, the first after the first 45 seconds of my fight was true. I knew I was gassed out and there was nothing left. So I went for a submission and that was it. And then I thought, man, he's going to punch me in the face a whole bunch now once he rolled me. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I knew it was I knew I was gassed, gassed, man. It was after literally 45 seconds in. So, um, and now then, uh, you didn't you didn't think, you know, hey, I've got a UFC fight coming up maybe i should work on my cardio that never no i actually was in phenomenal shape i uh leading up to the fight uh i, I slept like an hour a night for five nights straight because the ufc had me doing um, pr a.m to like 2 a.m the next day like they kept spreading it out like open workout here two hours later this then this and i didn't know you could say no in those days i didn't know you could say no to pr like to the public relations people so they're like hey we need you on uh radio mexico at 2 a.m uh, do this interview and I'm like, okay, well, I'm trying oh, to sleep. Shit. And then oh, you gotta be up so at 6 a.m. for a, like 6 a.m. for a photo shoot. And I was like, okay, then the video game shoot at 8 30 a.m. So I gotta go do that. Then they want you to open workout at 10 30. So they spread everything out like two hours, but literally all week I was doing stuff up past midnight and I had to be up at six the next day. So Boy, really that's some behind the scenes shit right there, man. That's yeah. the thing. I don't think anybody would ever see that as part of no, that as even possible as happening leading up to a fight like that. Happens all yeah, co-main right? event too. So yeah, yeah. That's, why, that's why when you see a guy sometimes like it's the first time he's main eventing versus a guy who's been there 10 times. You're right. Like, the big factor is how they're going to handle it. Because the, the best part was too, that they, we were blizzard in Montreal and hotel. um, and the only thing to eat there was like a restaurant that was like $60 a person. So for three days, my whole team expects me to buy everybody's food at $60 a person. So there's four people there, including me. So I'm paying $250, $300 a day feeding people because they're like, well, dude, I, I don't have money to eat like here or whatever. And I'm like, okay, I am getting paid $10,000. Maybe I should spend it all for food for my team. That came <laughs> you know what I mean? God like, uh, but yeah. And so I, uh, the final day I ate, before the fight, I ate an apple and something else. Cause like, I'm not, I'll be damned if I pay another $80 for a sandwich from this place. You know what I mean? It was ridiculous. So where were you? Where was this? Uh, it was Montreal, downtown Montreal um, for a GSP fight. And literally like in December, I don't know why they would put on a fight in December in Montreal, but it was uh dude, there was a blizzard, like two feet of snow. You couldn't even leave the hotel. And there was one restaurant at the hotel. That was it. I was buying bottled waters, like $8 a piece, like Pedialyte at the little pharmacy across the street was $23 a liter for Pedialyte. Like God it was, damn. it was, robbery man up there and i was like i can't i'm a, i probably spent more than i made on my fight purse just on 
hotel rooms and bring it because everybody else I know the UFC fighters, other people like their friends would pay their own way and come up and corner them and watch it. All my guys were like, "Hey, uh, you got me right if I come up there and corner you. Like you got, you got room for me and That's my like girlfriend, right? Life, I mean, my whole life has been like I always, I always paid for my cornerman every fucking dime. So, yeah, I would, and you know, wow. you're broke. Yeah, so. That's so, crazy. I was lucky. I I, I always won. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I didn't have that much luck in the UFC. So, so Andrea Lee, right? So she's dating this guy, she's dating this guy Tony Kelly, right? And, oh my god! Uh, Andrea yeah. Lee comes from like she was in a terrible relationship beforehand. I know Tony, real nice guy. Andrea, very sweet person. Like I know them personally, very nice people. But she's fighting, right? And first round, she kicks the girl on the head, head kick, knocks her down, almost finishes her. Like great punch, great fucking beautiful head kick. It was like. First 20 seconds. I was like, holy shit. The girl, I'm like, the girl survives, right? They go in the corner and, and uh, the corner goes, hey, uh, you know, she's a, or like, she's a dirty Brazilian and she's going to cheat. Uh, that's what they do. And then, and then it goes on. So blah, blah, blah. So, so like, this is picked up on the mic. It's like a hot mic. Yeah, right? yeah. So now <laughs> fucking, in, the internet's going crazy right now. Like people are, are like angry. Um, and then Tony responded like saying, hey, like, you know, fuck you, fuck, fuck cancel culture, blah, blah, blah. Um, Good. Uh, you know, he was trying to inspire her. Uh, obviously, I don't think he thinks the Brazilians are all cheaters and dirty. Uh, but it was like, it, it, it wasn't a good look. Maybe they shouldn't mic the corners. <laughs> like... You know, but also, they know that they're mic. They know that the camera's on them. They know that they're going to be heard. Where they 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 don't know when it's going to be heard, but they do know that at any point they can go. I mean, this is a big fight. This is UFC. I mean, this is broadcast. This is on ESPN for Christ's sake. So I mean, you need to. I mean, that's on them. I don't. I'm, I don't. I'm, I think, I'm, uh, I think the UFC should have a. I think the UFC should have a PSA before every event that explains the difference between nationality and race. All right, that would so, be here's, a nice okay, start. so here's 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 the the uh, audio, right? So because I, I I think if I play it, we'll, we'll get it taken down. But I think if I play it on my phone, maybe they won't pick it up. But uh, okay, that's what they're gonna do. They're dirty fucking Brazilians. They're gonna fucking cheat like that. Guess what? We came to fuck somebody up, and we will look terrible. Absolutely. Terrible. All right. So then that guy made a thing. So that's what they're gonna. What do. color is what color is Brazilian, by the way? Because I know there's white Brazilians, black Brazilians, but, Hispanic Brazilians. But, it's weird that that's a race now. Well, I forget about it being racist. Uh, what, what do you think, Greg, about, I mean, he was trying to inspire the fighter. He said some stupid shit. Uh, at the same time, there's probably better things he could have said. What's stupid obviously. about it? What's stupid about it? You're protecting your fighter. You're protecting your fighter. You're trying to get them, uh, give them mental edge. You know, if you don't fucking understand it, turn off the TV and go watch The View. Okay? <laughs> don't watch the fucking fight. <laughs> <laughs> but the, obviously not obviously not all brazilians are are dirty but you, know, you think he could have been like she's being a cheater or she's being a fucking cheater right now uh as opposed to these dirty brazilians are cheating i mean but at the same time it's in the moment you know the girl his girlfriend slash fighter got his her eye cut he's trying, to, he's trying to say whatever the fuck he can to inspire her um you know maybe maybe whisper it say shit like that uh so it doesn't get why why whisper it you 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 love the gal, you know you're in relationship with a gal, and you want the best for her. So you want you want to protect her, and, and you're not gonna protect her by telling her lies, you know, and saying um, coddling her, you know, saying oh 
that was an accident, you know. Um, do you think all dirty? He wants to protect her by not lying about there being some clean Brazilians. Because, all right, <laughs> for example, there was a fight I, I remember I watched Ann Wolf was cornering, uh, Ann Wolf was like one of the best boxers ever, female boxers. She was cornering somebody and, and she was like trying to get him going. And she whispered him like to him and they said, what do you say? Like, and he goes, you know, he like this guy wants to kill your children or like this guy wants to kill your wife and children. Right. And, th- and then next, you know, he goes out and beats the shit out of the guy. Right. But if he was like, Hey, he wants to kill your wife and children and said it on TV, people might be like, what, what kind of fucking thing is that to say? You know, people might be like, well, well this is so maybe there was a way that maybe, he- I don't know. I don't know. Cause I don't know. That's cause people are, people are so fucking stupid. They don't understand what they're watching or what they're hearing. And right. so they, they shit themselves, you know, and they should be part of it. What's up, people? Football might be over for the season, but basketball is in full steam for both pro and college hoops. From the latest odds, totals, player performance props, to where the next fire coach is going to land, Bet Online is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. Now head over to their website or use your mobile device. Sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use promo code CLNS50 to get started. It's not just basketball, but online is your source for hockey, boxing, and UFC odds right to the Olympic coverage. And it's the best in the business, okay? From sports right down to your favorite Vegas casino games, BetOnline is your number one online wagering destination. BetOnline, the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports and play your favorite games. But online, where the game starts. So you well, this that- is just outrage culture. Everyone's looking yeah. for something to be outraged about. And, and you know, this guy, I mean, he's a, he needs to be a professional and just remember that this stuff's going to get picked up. But at the same time, I mean, we don't know. I mean, the question I have is, are they? <laughs> Are, are I mean, maybe they've had really negative experiences with Brazilian fighters. I don't know. I, I don't. Maybe that comes well, from, you know, and, and but I, I'm just saying that obviously jokingly, I'm kidding along. Okay, but I mean, he just needs to remember but, that when you're on TV, those cameras, they are in your corner and they're going to pick up everything you say. And uh, that's just part of, well, part of being a professional. Day, back in the day before, before Usada, it did seem like a lot of Brazilians were taking steroids uh not all brazilians obviously but it seemed like when usada came a lot of the guys like that guy just Hennen- the ones that were winning were taking them <laughs> like Hennen Burrell. Hennen yeah. Burrell was like 28 and O or something and then usada came and he lost like 12 in a row uh you know like you know vitor belfort didn't help that vitor help that was the like poster boy for that yeah uh, vandalay silva didn't he get popped uh vandalay silva got popped yeah um, i think so uh, and somebody once told me that it's I don't like, know for sure, but I think that's right. Uh, and then Aldo, was Aldo ever popped or no? Sean? Uh, I don't know if they ever caught him. I'm sure he was taking it. He's taking something because he hasn't aged in 17 years. So he's doing something, right? And then there's, I mean, some of these guys now are just like, I don't, I don't know. I, I mean, uh, Don, you fought a lot of Brazilians. Do you think a lot of them were on uh, juice? Of course. You know, fucking hey, the professional athletes. What, what did anybody expect? God damn. <laughs> Maybe a little professionalism. <laughs> that is professionalism. You hey, give listen. your best fucking. You give your best. Your your best show. Your best fight. Well, it's I, like I, they it's say, not NASCAR, cheating if everybody if doing it. Yeah, like they say NASCAR. If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. Well, I think that's what a lot of it was. It was like I'd rather 
cheat and win than lose fairly. You know what I'm saying? It was like, it wasn't as like, uh, you get caught cheating in like America, people are like really fucking pissed at you. I think in other countries you get caught cheating. They're like, well, fuck it. You know, like, I mean, you could, was like, well, they were trying to win. You know, you go to Mexico, you could buy anything anywhere. I mean, literally anything anywhere. Like every pharmacy in Mexico is like steroids. I would know this. What? Because I've been there a bunch of times. And then you pass by, you're like, oh. it's like, holy shit. I'll get that, I'll get get that model body, were you? <laughs> I heard uh, I heard in America, if you get caught cheating in your Brendan shop, you actually start suing YouTubers at exposure for being a cheater. But that's what I heard. Oh, by the way, where's our... Uh... Uh, our, our our video of uh, uh, my reaction video. No, I'm still working on it, man. I actually started one, and then I, when I actually previewed a little bit of a special, I felt so bad for him, like watching it. Like I seriously felt so sorry for him watching it. I was like, "This is like, yeah, I'm getting embarrassed, and I'm not even the one to put the special out." Like I was getting embarrassed, but then I saw that him and the gangster Brian Callen threatened Bobby Lee. Did you see that whole? Story? Yeah, that was crazy. I was Dude, like, if, "Oh my if, god, this is." If bad you're intimidated news, by yeah. Brian Callen, that's a whole. I don't even know what to tell you about that. My son, when he was eight years old, wouldn't have been intimidated by Brian Callen. But that's uh, yeah, unless he's threatening to rape you or something. I can't imagine being scared of Brian Callen. But uh, that Bobby whole thing. Bobby Lee is the most what, harmless human being. I mean, guys like five three. And it's just like a nice person. I don't think he's ever I, like. I, I like how Brian Callen apologizes, but he does it like, hey, I'm sorry. I'm so masculine. I scared you, Bobby Lee. Like, it was all <laughs> me. I'm sorry. I'm so tough. And everybody's so afraid of me. I came across wrong. I got smacked the shit out of Brian Callen and Brendan Schaub at the same time, man. Them guys are two of a kind. It's ridiculous. Well, you're a real fighter, though. I mean, you know. Yeah. Uh, well, to hear Brian Callen tell it, he is, too. Fighters so. don't have anything to prove, really. I very rarely do I meet fighters that have something to prove. It's like it's like real comedians don't have to always be on or funny. You know, it's the ones that are always right. on or funny are just like terrible usually. Um, Michael, if, Johnson, if real comedians are never funny, then Brendan Schaub's a real comedian. That means a real, <laughs> real comedian. I think he means off stage. I think he means off stage. Oh, yes. I mean, I, I mean, when, when the spotlight's not on and no one's actually paying them to be funny, they don't always feel the need. Like I gotta keep proving it. I gotta, you know. <laughs> I, I gotta he's also not funny off stage, so he's got all his bases covered yeah like adam you're gonna be funny i'm like no i'm not i just say no um so anyway michael johnson won his fight and i was so happy for him because pretty definitively too he looked good this guy can't get a beat on him but this guy like literally don fry he always wins he's usually winning his fight until he finds a way to get himself into a submission where he loses like Almost every one of his fights, Sarah McMahon kind of was like that for a while, too, where they would win the first round, you know, every minute. And the second round, all of a sudden they get caught in some fucking reverse knee bar or some or just some kind of crazy, uh, you know, crucifix, whatever. Uh, but what was I thinking? That one that one knee, um, the whatever. I don't know. Yeah. So I'm happy he, he actually won. In Bellator, I don't know if you guys wait a minute, Bellator. wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Alan, can we just say Alan Patrick? First of all, I don't know what he was doing there, and second of all, that dyeing your hair silver, all it made it look like was Michael Johnson was beating up on an old man. Oh <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, I don't know who told him. To, I don't know if Cisco is a stylist or something, but he needs to cut that because it just looked like he was beating up an old man in there. I, was like, I really gotta go look. back and watch his card, man. You guys are seriously. I'm, gonna I'm telling you, can I just tell you, man? The, I was a expecting nothing from this card and it was top to bottom a very good card there, so people wild. were slugging it out for the most part there were very few the angela jandaroba fight i think was probably the most boring 
But other than that, it was a pretty exciting car. Even yeah, that Japanese guy was pretty exciting, which yeah, well, that surprised happens, me as well. Happens, he looks Greg. pretty good. That's what happens, Greg. When you, when you don't pay $75 for the card and you get it for free, you have no expectations. You're like, this is amazing. But when you pay 75 bucks and you get Carla versus Rose, people were yeah. just fucking like, that was. Yes, but that wasn't a problem of expectation. Come on. <laughs> that was a problem of them not fighting for 15, for 25 minutes. Bullshit, dude. People were, Rose Nambayunas has been coming out her last couple of fights like a fucking maniac. Knocking Nobody paid off. to see the last couple of fights. With Rose versus Joanna. Rose. Versus Nobody was paying that night to see those fights. They were paying that night to see the Carla fight. But I'm saying the expectation of going into watching a Rose fight. People said, you got to see this girl fight. You know, people said, oh, you got to see this girl the fight. The expectation is still to have a fight. It'd be like if somebody paid to see you and then you got up there and didn't tell any fucking jokes. And they were like, but he tells, you should have seen him. The He really, he's got a lot of jokes. I'd yeah, but when you go before. in and he's got a lot like that, you're right. There was no fight at all. People expected to watch a fight, but they also expected to watch Rose fight, who usually puts on a great show. Any What's fight. even funnier is how she can't believe she didn't win. Like, I'm watching those interviews, it blows my mind. She's like, I don't know what fight they were watching. Like, they weren't. There was no fight. When you throw five punches, how can you expect to dominate? Like, I don't know. Well, here's, here's where I kind of, here's why I kind of thought Carlos was going to win. Because Sean Strickland, when he tweeted out, like, about the whole grooming thing, about Pat yeah. Barry being a groomer, and all of a sudden it, like, started, like, circulating, kind of went viral. I'm like, oh, Rose is the kind of person that's going to see this. It's going to get in her head. I'm not saying that's why she lost. Probably not why she lost. She lost because she lost. But I knew that like that negative shit was going to, was going to. And Pat Barry said, yeah, that actually affected her performance, which also you're a professional athlete. You have to be find a way to get that out. of. You can't be looking at Twitter and this and that. And if you're also her coach, you have to go, you know, he's coaching her going, they're booing good. Like, like, no. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. Was at, there ever an explanation for that? Because I still don't understand. At no what point, point going good. And then Matt Mitrione. I know that's your that's one of your best friends. And I like Matt Mitrione, but he did not make anything better last week because he goes on a podcast and they bring it up. And he's like, yo, Sean Strickland, uh, you know, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I was there. Uh, and when Rose turned 18, her 18th birthday, and she came up to me and was like, that guy is great. That's the kind of guy I want in my life. Blah, 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 blah. So you don't know what the fuck you're talking about, right? Which makes it even like, like, right. so then people, then Sean Strickland then tweets out like, yeah, you just define groomer, you fucking idiot. And he goes, then you lose your last eight fights you can. So now they're going back and forth uh, on, on, on Twitter. Matt Matrione's like, one of the funniest things, it reminded me of when you and Matt Matrione, when that whole, I don't remember this, Greg and, and Don. So Fallon Fox was the transgender that like uh, was fighting, blah, blah, blah. So Sean and Matt used to have a thing on Ariel Hawani's show where they go on and do like a comedy, the comedy duo of, of Sean and Matt, which was hilarious. Like it was fucking hysterical. Well, Matt goes on a fucking tirade going, that is, that's a fucking, not even a man. It's a creature. It's the ugliest thing. What is that? It's a monster. Just like not even down, like tripling down. Right? Yeah, yeah. So then that blows up. Right. He has to go back and apologize. I think he gets suspended for a week or something, which made He's no fine. He's finding $25,000. They took his $25,000 bonus. Yeah. So then Sean, being the, the good friend that he is, goes on this like press tour going, I was the one who told him to say it. I wrote it. I wrote every minute of it. I forced him to do it. He didn't want to say it. Like, like Sean's like the best friend you'll ever have, but nobody believed him. Like, yeah, they didn't now, buy it. 
Not one person. Show him when I every show. I'm the one. It wasn't Matt. I was a ventriloquist. It was my voice, like saying all this fucking bullshit. Yeah, uh, I even said I had his Twitter password, but he didn't say it on Twitter. He said it like live. And I was like, I actually hacked his account. I was on Twitter. I was the one, you know, like this, like that had nothing to do with anything. But yeah, I tried to take because he was still under contract UFC. I wasn't. So I was trying to take full credit for it. Plus, I wanted to associate my name with any kind of drama always. Oh you know, so no, you were a good friend for that. But people were like, yeah. but the, but a- after Matt made that video, the, the comments were like, he's thinking this is helping. <laughs> Like, right. exactly like he's made it 10 times worse like <laughs> like matt you were not is is he known for that kind of like uh no, i'm sure his intentions were good matt's uh, i'll tell you what though sean strickland better be careful because matt will punch you in your face when he sees you like matt if he sees sean strickland somewhere he will punch him right in his face like he's not yeah. playing around you know so that's uh that's uh matt's a little out there sometimes but uh yeah, he. Uh, I, I doubt he was. I mean, I think he was probably trying to make it better, whatever he was doing. But from the sounds of it, it probably didn't help. So no, I was there on her 18th birthday, and people were like, <laughs> "What were the chances Rose actually on her 18th birthday said this is the guy I would spend the rest of my life with to Matt Mitrio?" <laughs> like, right. Like, yeah. Well, and how do you know that just on that day? <laughs> like, okay. so, it's like, like I woke I'm up and I'm like, you know what, I'm 18. You know, I was like, <laughs> I hate to say it, it did kind of make Strickland's point. Uh, yeah, oh, it, was, it was ridiculous. Uh, so Nate Diaz tweeted last week a picture of him urinating on the UFC PI uh, mm-hmm. saying they won't give me a fight. So this is what I think of the UFC, basically. And he's pissing on the UFC building, like literally take a picture of this. Uh, and then Sean Strickland, no, then Dustin Poirier was like, if you're a real man, you take a shit. He put that under it. Um, Don, you think this is helping? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> anytime you get Poirier giving you advice <laughs> on how to conduct yourself, you know, in, in public, you know, you, you, you're gonna you're gonna just expand exponentially. Um, so supposedly it's supposed to be almost a lock Chamaya versus Nate Diaz. Now I don't see how Nate Diaz wins this fight, but I hope he does. I, I, I would love for Nate Diaz to knock out Chamaya in like, in like the first punch, because that would just throw the whole balance off. And, uh, who knows? I mean, Nate might get up for this. It's just a matter of who knows, maybe he'll catch him on a triangle or what or something, but it's going to be a tough, you know, the U man, the UFC, it really is like fatal attraction or something like they don't want Nate Diaz, but they don't want anyone else to have him. You know what I mean? He's been asking for a fight forever. The guy's fought 30 times for you. He's always given his all. You know what I mean? Like he's bled for him. He's done all this and that. And it's like, we're going to make sure we, we do as everything we can to ruin your career on your way out the door. Like we're going to send you out on a loss. We're going to make you sit out till the very last day of your contract. Like we're going to, you know what I mean? Like, dude, just let the dude go. You don't want him. You obviously don't want him there. So let him go, you know? So, but Chamaya versus Day Diaz. I mean, I'm, I'll be, I'll, I'll definitely watch it. Yeah, he, he'll get wrestled to death, but there's always that shot. You know, they never know. He might. He's always got the puncher's chance. So, Speaking of which, by the way, so at uh, Bellator last Friday, it was MVP versus Logan Storley, right? Logan yeah. Storley was a six-time high school state champion. <laughs> like, he won it as a sixth grader, as a seventh, eighth, and then he, and then he was a four-time All-American, right, in college uh, for Minnesota. He goes up to he goes to England. He fights MVP, and the whole crowd's all for MVP. So and he's from England. They're going nuts. He comes out like like a rap. It was a whole thing, right? Logan wrestle fucked him the whole time. Like 
took him down every round, laid on him, did almost no damage, but won the fight. Uh, right, but just dominated him, like made it impossible for him to do anything. Some people thought that actually MVP won the fight. It was pretty close. Ariel Hawani thought MVP won the fight. Uh, Scott Coker said MVP won the fight. It's not the thing. But Logan Storley won the fight in the judge's eyes. I thought he won the fight. And, you know, to his credit, he's like, look, you see what happens when guys try to punch with him. They get knocked out. Like, of course, I had to wrestle with him. So then MVP goes on and says this. He goes, for me, I need to be better at not being held down. A few things I could have done in retrospect better. Uh, at the same time, it's also weirdly exciting for me because it's like all I have to do is fix one thing in my game and I become the most dangerous person in MMA. That's how I see it. I'm ready to get back to work, uh, which is a good way to handle the loss. He didn't get hurt. At the same time, it's like, dude, <laughs> when you go up against a guy with that good of wrestling accolades, it's not just like one thing. I and mean, you're going up against a guy that was a high school national champion, four time state, a six time state champion, fourth time All-American. Uh, Don, what are your thoughts on this? I don't have any. I don't have any. Ah. Yeah, I think it's dumb yeah. that you, you you lose. You go, well, at least I know I only have one thing I need to work on. Like, right. I mean, is that what you say after every loss? Like, okay, now, okay, so one other thing. I got one other thing this time. Like, I if I only kept my chin down to my hands up, I would have got knocked out. You know, geez. Yeah. Or Chuck, like, Chuck Liddell's classic, he got caught six fights in a row. I just got caught tonight. I just kept getting caught. <laughs> I got caught again tonight. Like, just one of those things. I was winning, then I got caught. Like, well, yeah, like, like, yeah, maybe you should stop catching them with your face. <laughs> Well, Adam just walked out mid-podcast. Let me take this opportunity to say that Brendan Schaub's new comedy special is still streaming on YouTube, his network. Uh, he, <laughs> he now owns a network uh, called Thick Boy. And if uh, you haven't seen it, man, you do not know what you're missing. You should definitely check out that comedy special. It's 1.1 on IMBD, Greg, 1.1. And only because one is as low as you can go. Woo! <laughs> so it's actually a 0 0.1. And the 0 0.1 is because some guys give it a 10 sarcastically. Oh, man. That's brutal. One of his well, best jokes, though, I don't know if you heard his best joke. He said that his wife makes Mexican cookies. They're chocolate chips with salsa on them. Like, that's his best joke. So, yeah, boy. strong. Well, you know, I mean, that's the thing. When you apparently he doesn't bomb. All right, so he oh, comes prepared, yeah. unlike the rest always of you guys. Prepared. Yeah, yeah, he, he always yeah. comes prepared. Yeah, and his uh, I, his the best is that I saw him when someone was talking about how bad it is. He goes, "Listen, no matter what, it's the best I could do." As if that's like, dude, does that isn't that the famous everyone gets a trophy mentality? Like I did my best. Like okay, well your best is oh uh, yeah. So and listen, when he, I, that's like saying you know the worst meal I ever had was also prepared. Right. So, I mean, <laughs> all right. So, uh, did you guys see the guy with the herpes? Uh, uh, I'm going to need you to be a little more specific on that. So, <laughs> a fighter, hold on, I got to find it. Uh, a fighter after he won was uh, being interviewed. And then this is what he says. Hold on. Oh, that's right. Uh, hold on. So, here we go. It's fine. I was tired. I'm about to launch this NFT that's going to change the fight game. And I put in 30 all-nighters before that fight. I had herpes before that fight, two outbreaks in the span of a week. I'm here. I'm healthy. Let's go. Whatever. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I hope that's the NFT. You know, I had herpes, two outbreaks inside of a week. Like, 
I think that's one outbreak, dude. <laughs> right. One, one continuous outbreak. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure there's like two out. I think you checked it twice. I think that's one outbreak. I mean, don't you want to get and, and also you didn't have herpes before the fight. You still got herpes. Right. <laughs> you didn't recover from herpes. That's a good point. You just you just didn't, you know, you don't have a current outbreak. Don't you want to get pussy after fights? Like, is it like one of the goals to, like get girls? Like who Bruce bang- Buffer? Who's- <laughs> Who's gonna want to bang that guy after he's yeah. having her? Buffer. <laughs> <laughs> which, by the way, I think we should make it clear that even if he is gay, which he probably is, you know, there's nothing. God bless him. You know, nobody, do, nobody you, cares. Do whatever you want. That's you. Pray, you live your life. I'm yeah. not upset about it. You well, know, right? Exactly. I like Bruce Buffer. But why would a guy? Uh, Talk about getting having herpes, like, I and mean, how would they even affect your your fighting? Like, you can't. Maybe, get- maybe he meant like skin. Well, it's all skin herpes, but maybe he meant like a. You know, you can get like herpes on like your arm, right? Can't you? Like, it's like mat, like, or is that ringworm? I'm yeah. confused. Ringworm. I have a lot of- yeah. ringworm. And, and meanwhile, it, it, it went viral. Like the guy, it went on TMZ. Like it got picked up. The story now everyone knows he has herpes. He's like he's his nickname should be herpes at this point or cold sore or something. I mean. Awesome. I mean, like, <laughs> well, then I would like to formally announce that I had a full bout of Funky Bunch uh, <laughs> earlier this week uh, for twice in one week, actually. Very Funky Bunch. And but I got the anti-funkal and now I'm good. Don, you ever have herpes before a fight? Oh, all the time. Yeah. So that's exactly what I want to. Uh, tell everybody on, on the internet. Yeah, I have herpes. Yeah, I, have... <laughs> that, I also uh, I have a drip and anal leakage and um, <laughs> what the fuck kind of question? Is... Uh, 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 Greg Fry, you ever have an STD, Greg Fry? Yeah, yeah, I'm incredibly uh, itchy bunghole for up, uh, over a week. Uh, looked like I was growing grapes back there. Something else. Holy shit. I heard that uh, anal drip is uh, the title of British Shop's third comedy special. <laughs> I'm not positive. <laughs> oh, we're throwing haymakers today, man. So this week in Eagle FC, uh, this week... <laughs> Hey, did you see, by the way, it's like Eagle FC 142. Like, did they put on some events in these past couple of weeks or am I crazy? They're calling it like, they're calling it like 142 or something. Like, or, I think it's like TV shows. They started at 100 and they like, go by 10. Yeah. It, like it. it was like Bill Goldberg's record. By the way, I think right. each fight is its own event. So right. the first, <laughs> the first night was Eagle FC one through 15. Okay. makes sense now. By the way, I, I promise they really did do that. I was watching. Yeah, I think what happened was uh, Sean that they actually bought the Eagle FC thing that Khabib did or something. So like they included uh, all the ones before. Um, they just threw in 140 others for free. <laughs> like you're buying Eagle FC, we're gonna throw in our past 140 events for you also. So I was watching this uh, bio of Roddy Roddy Piper, by the way, who I met one time. He, I did a show with him, a birthday show at the Improv. He's the nicest guy, right? So, but he said when he, you know, the guy was like, grew up in a. He like left. He was like living in homeless shelters, you know, became a wrestler because a, a priest told him to become a wrestler at one of the homeless homes he was living at. And next thing you know, <laughs> this is the way we can, we just stop right there. Because if a priest tells you maybe you should become a wrestler, <laughs> it doesn't sound like the best 
Like, he was like, get off me. And he's like, you know, like it. Maybe there. you should be a wrestler. He's like, maybe you should put those wrestling tights on over and we'll roll around a little bit. <laughs> this is not, there's nothing good about that. That's so he I ends do. up in like Los Angeles, right? And he wants to be like the, the villain. He's like the best bad guy. He was like, I'll get able. So he goes up against like the Guerrero brothers, who at the time were like the big wrestlers. Like, they were like, you know, they, LA. So he was, he was like the, their main villain, right? So he gets it at the LA Forum, right? There's like, I don't know, 20,000 people there to see them. He goes, listen, he, and he plays the bagpipes. He's like, he's like known, he's great at the bagpipes, Roddy Piper. He goes, listen, I, I want to apologize for everything I've said about, you know, Mexicans and I, I, nothing but your culture, nothing but respect, but everyone please rise for the Mexican national anthem, right? He said it was complete silence, right? And then he starts playing La Cucaracha with the back. Oh, boy. There we go. <laughs> back in the day. Back when like, you can really make jokes like that. They said there was like 25,000 chairs being thrown at him that were like. <laughs> it, was, it was raining. He's like, he's going. Andale, let's go. Throw those chairs. I love it. I heard that Bruce Buffer stole the gimmick from him and started playing the skin flute and the hairy oh, back. Is, is. Okay. I wasn't sure. Don, did you ever meet Roddy Piper? <laughs> yeah, I worked with him three times. Um, we did, uh, I uh, had three matches with him. Um, and I, he killed me in one movie. He beat me up in, um, in a wrestling ring and one TV show. And then I think he beat me up um, in another movie. Nice guy. Oh yeah, he's a great guy. Just fucking phenomenal, phenomenal. We, oh, it's uh, perfect. And uh, sorry, go ahead. We were uh, we were at both at a comic con convention, and we sat backstage and started telling the stories, you know, and for just a couple hours. And they say, you know, the people are like, "Yeah, hey, you all got to go out there and find autographs," you know. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, no, man, he gone way too soon. I mean, that guy was a fucking legend, and and actually a wrestler too. Like he actually, I mean, well, yeah, but I mean, it was clear he was it really fit Rowdy's fighting style because all three were scripted. So. <laughs> oh yeah, Don Fry would have killed Roddy Piper in real life, but Roddy Piper was a tough guy though. Holy shit! Yeah, I'm not saying he's not. I'm just saying, you know, I heard uh, I heard Piper saying in an interview how they asked him shortly before he died how he wanted to be remembered, and he thought about it for a second, and said, "Really, just as a great father, that's what I'd like to be remembered as." And then it cracked me up on Ric Flair's Thirty for Thirty when they asked him how he wanted to be remembered. He goes gosh i'd like to say as a great father but i'm a terrible father so uh i can't say that he said so i don't know like that like it cracked yeah. up you tell he probably wanted to do rowdy rowdy piper's answer but then realized he was a horrible father and changed his mind so yeah. <laughs> it's crazy so eagle i'd like to say i'd like to be remembered as a great father and then people find out that i didn't have any kids <laughs> uh so jorgen de castro who was in the ufc Big guy, just like a nice guy. He's actually John Jones flew him out. He's using him as like a training partner. Uh, he was, I think he's from uh, a guy from Africa, great soccer player. He's fighting Junior Dos Santos in the main event. Um, so that's Eagle FC. Oh, oh, Eagle FC. Okay. And Tiago Silva is taking on Hector Lombard. Uh, I don't know how old Hector Lombard is, but that's awesome against Tiago Silva. That should be a good fight. Sean, who do you like in this fight, Silva or Lombard? Um, for a second, I thought you mean Tiago Silva, the guy with the tattoo across his neck, right? Yeah, yeah, the one that like, you know, like I, I was thinking Tiago Alves. I was like, they're the same side, man. Tiago Silva and Hector Lombard, golly, they both got to be in their 40s, like mid 40s, right? Yeah, I still go Hector, man. Hector's still a beast, I think, man. I, he still hits really hard, so not that, uh, I, not that Tiago's not, but yeah, I'd say Hector. 
Yeah, normally uh, you'd have to hang out in the parking lot of a 7-Eleven to see a fight of this caliber. <laughs> um, so good for them. I heard a story about Hector Lombard one time that someone like got the best of them in sparring or something. So he went to this car and got a bow and arrow and then came back into the gym with a bow and arrow and started chasing. But we have around. Hector right here. What happened, Hector? <laughs> we I went outside. I went outside to, to, I wanted to get a towel to dry off, but the towel was stuck on the arrow from the ball. So I come in with the ball, the arrow, I tried to shoot the towel over the arrow. <laughs> Everyone, oh, you chase around, you chase around. And I'm like, no, I just want the towel. I don't mean to pray. He would make a big drama. So, uh, well, good for you, Hector. I hope you win this week, man. We're all fans of you. Uh, I know that you're- I plan to win. Oh, I'm going to take- He's the elites. He's the elites. I'm going to take him down and teach him the power of the people. Hector Hector Lombard, remember what we had that debate? And uh, I think it was Eve Edwards was like, is it true you think Michelle Obama is a man? And then he's like, uh, there's no picture of her being born. <laughs> Like, he was convinced that like, Michelle Obama. Where are the pictures of you being born? Of course, that makes perfect sense. Because <laughs> so, uh, that's the one thing people take pictures of and show people. Here she is coming out of my wife's vagina. It's uh, she, yeah, she's screaming in pain. That's blood. Those are real rips. Uh, but there oh. she is. <laughs> uh, UFC this week. Holly Holm is fighting Caitlin Vera. Uh, Caleb's coming up a win against Misha Tate. Uh, that should be a good fight. Uh, Nice to see my girl home back in the ring, man. I hope she, uh, hope she shows up this time. Uh, Ponzinibbio is fighting Michelle Pereira. That's the guy that does all the flips. The guy that came from the circus. Remember he was, does all those like, (laughs) Oh yeah, no, he's my favorite. And he's been a more disciplined fighter lately. He's going to be tough beat. He is favored slightly. So (laughs) did he actually come from the circus or you just made that? No, he did. He used to be, he was in the Brazilian circus. Uh, but Sounds he, said he, dirty. he said he trained with cows for the fight, uh, okay. for his last fight. How do you train with cows? I don't know, but it sounds dirty. Did you get my joke about the Brazilians <laughs> being dirty? <laughs> Come on, it, man. Of course I got it. I got it. All right. Uh, also, Eric Anders, he was a guy that played football member for uh, Alabama, a badass yeah. fighter. He's fighting uh, John Young Park. Um, Chase Hooper's on the card. Chase Hooper's a guy that's always getting his Anders coming off a loss. Let's see yeah. here. Yeah, that's what I thought. He's one of those guys who's got all that physical talent and he just can't seem to really put it together just yet. He started late. He started late, you know. Yeah. Right. Hooper's the way Hooper's the one that said he was uh Ben Ashburn's son to Mazda. Yeah, right? he's the one that like okay, yeah. he's great at jujitsu and he looks like like screech basically. Uh, right. and then he always gets his ass kicked, and then all of a sudden he comes and pulls off some crazy submission. Well, he, he was doing that in the beginning. And then lately he's been losing, but I hope Chase. Start following my career path. His wife's super hot. <laughs> um, and then uh, Diego Sanchez is boxing Dan Hardy on the undercard of Ricky Hatton versus Barrera. Right. Uh, so, <laughs> so Ricky Hatton is back. <laughs> yeah, and he's fighting Marco Antonio <laughs> Barrera, and on the undercard it's Dan Hardy versus Diego Sanchez in a boxing match. Um, is this is bare knuckle or is this just like no, regular? It's, regular. It's, it's streaming a block triller or what? <laughs> it's I, I bet you trillers involved somehow. I don't know. If they, I really I don't know if it's I, under I, their I, banner, I, but I bet they had something to do with it. Sincerely, uh, yeah. Like this has got yeah the uh, you know uh, Don Fry. Are you going to watch this? No. <laughs> <laughs> you know the good thing about Don Fry. There's not a lot of gray area. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then uh, Benzino was supposed to fight Aaron oh, Carter. Oh, God, this again. Jesus. Aaron, Aaron Carter is not fighting Benzino because, uh, you know, um, he just he just can't. Uh, he uh, and wasn't then, given uh, permission to leave rehab. <laughs> something, 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 something happened. So Benzino, I, like how, I like how he pulled out because he just can't. That's yeah. that's hey, as it turns out, I'm not a fighter. What am I doing? I just—they said I could win a hundred dollars. I'm very hungry. But on the undercard, it's Black China uh, is fighting Alicia Megan, who's this like hot chick. She's an Air Force veteran slash fitness model. Uh, she's got 1.3 million followers. This is her. Um, she's boxing Black China. Who is Black China again? She's the one that married Rob Kardashian and dated like a bunch of rappers. And then she started suing the Kardashians because they said that, that they like tanked her show on purpose uh, because uh -huh. and then she's, she's got a kid with Rob Kardashian and um, she beat up. She's always in trouble for some shit. I got to so, tell you, just judging from that photo you just showed, fighting's not what I would pay to see them do. <laughs> uh, uh. I'd pay to see them. <laughs> not, not fight them. This is the face-off. Uh, there yeah. you go. Oh yeah, uh, it, it's celebrity boxing. Are they fighting uh, in Jello? <laughs> so, yeah, or Black at least motor oil? Something. <laughs> come on. <laughs> Black China, and then and then uh, Benzino's fighting Mark Razor Ratoti, Rashad Evans, Flavor Flav, and Amarosa are going to be there uh, doing commentary. I thought you said Rashad Evans was going to fight Flavor Flav. I was like, this is the greatest card I've ever heard in my life. Like, <laughs> that, that rivals Manute Bowl versus uh, the Refrigerator Perry. That was, oh, those my were the God. oh, my God. Some of that is just. Oh. So, yeah, that's what's going on. Um, so, yeah, I mean, a lot of a lot of a lot of stuff. So, what, by the way, what do you think of. Uh, hold on. Sean, what do you think about the Steve Sean Strickland uh, versus uh, Matt Matrione? Um, so he goes, um, yeah, he goes, Hey, Matt Mitrione, lame bitch excuse for Pat. He's my friend. He waited until she was 18. Grooming is befriending and establishing an emotional connection with a child. Sometimes to the family to lower the child's inhibitions with the obje objective of sexual abuse. That's what Sean said. Uh, and then Matt Mitrione. Yeah. I mean, so, uh, so that's what Sean said, or that's what Matt said. That's what Sean said about about Matt. Um, well, how much older is Pat Berry than Rose? Though? Like he's not Pat Berry's not super old, is he? I think he was like thirty two when she was eighteen or something, or he was thirty. Uh, I don't know, man. It's just it's it's all bad, right? I mean, my girlfriend. Well, well, I was going to do that. What he said. Was, but... I'm talking about Rose. I gotta talk to about Sean Strickland. I'm really salty. Sean, I don't know who you are. And to be honest with you, I don't even think I've ever watched you fight. But I'm going to be really honest with you. You're talking about some shit you don't know what you're talking about. But this whole thing about Pat Berry and Rose, and you're calling, trying to call Pat a predator and blah, blah, blah. I was there. I was at Duke Rufus's gym when Rose was 17 years old. I was there on her 18th birthday. I was there for the conversation that Rose had with me. It was like, hey, how do you think Pat feels about this situation? I'm turning 18 tomorrow, and I want to ask him today. She's like, I, I, I love who he is. I love his energy. I love how excited he is. I think he's a great human being. And Rose knew from the jump, from the jump, 
that Pat was going to be somebody that was in her life forever and ever. So for you to run your mouth talking about whatever kind of bullshit you're talking about, calling my good buddy Pat a predator, and you don't know what the fuck you're talking about, that really kind of bothers me a little bit. So listen, man, I understand you're trying to get some attention, trying to get some, some burn, trying to get a little bit of attention and, and, and whatever you got to get. But talk about proper things when you know what you're talking about. You know what you're talking about in this one, so just call this one square, son. Uh, now, Sean? What What's he talking about? <laughs> Apparently, Don, uh, Pat Barry was 30, and he Rose was 18, and they dated or something, and Sean Strickland's saying he groomed her because she was so young, but as a guy who dated, I dated girls that were 21 or 22 when I was 34, so yeah. I don't know how much grooming that is. My girlfriend is 13 years younger than me, um, you know, or whatever, but uh, I mean, I'm not much for dating teenagers, but... Um, <laughs> I, I don't know, man. I, I don't know. I, I would say, like I said, Sean Strickland, if he doesn't think Matt will punch him when he sees him, he's he's wrong. Matt will smoke him when he sees him. So. Oh, God, this is ugly. Yeah. This is ugly. Well, I'm glad we brought it back. Up. <laughs> 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 Maybe Matt should just have Brian Callen call Sean Strickland and friend to end his career or threaten to call Joe Rogan and uh, – uh, and now you heard that uh, you heard that that uh, Bobby Lee got threatened with Brendan Schaub would call Joe Rogan and they would ruin his stand up comedy career right like he was going to tell his dad like I'm going to tell my dad. Have you guys seen this on Fight Circus? This is way better. Uh, it's phone booth fighting. Have you guys seen this? No, but it sounds amazing. <laughs> well, you know, it's time we end the phrase and make it a reality. Look at this. Fighting in a phone booth. I love the ref is just standing outside. <laughs> what's he, he going like, to do? Like, don't they, make me open this door, guys. He's, a, he's as in, like, ineffectual as a uh, WWE ref. Like, no one, have you ever noticed nothing's legal in WWE? The ref tries to stop everything. If a guy hits him, the ref's like, hey, stop. Like, he grabs on a hold. He's like, hey, let go. Like, they, where are not they allowed to do find, anything in wrestling. Where they, did they build a phone booth? Where did they find the red phone booth? Dude, that's amazing. That is the most, that's the best idea. That's the best idea since arm wrestling mixed with fighting. Like, yeah. yeah. The best ever. Um, anyway, that's our <laughs> yeah, Lee. That's so I can't believe I didn't think of it first. That's amazing. <laughs> All right, and it's a great view for the audience. The way they right. see through the way you know they that there's that angel. I love that they put the, the phone booth, yeah, they put the phone booth in a ring. So you have to see through the ring and then through the, the 40 slats of the phone booth. Is and there... let's hope you're seeing it from the front because I'm pretty sure it's a solid on the back. So if you see it on that Is there side, a phone have... in the phone booth? The phone could be blocking the view too. Maybe that's how you tap out. You call 911 from the phone booth when you're done. Like you just dial, dial listen, I'm, I'm done. I quit. Like from the phone booth. Oh God! All right, that's well, amazing. That's our podcast today. Uh, I'm crying. I'm, I'm I'm crying right now. You guys are making me cry. Uh, Greg, what do you have coming up? Coming up, uh, let's see. Memorial Day weekend. I'm going to be. Oh, this Wednesday night, I will be in Irvine at the Improv uh, with a good friend of mine, who I guess we're not allowed to to actually uh, actively say who it is. A surprise guest. But if you're a fan of The Office and corporate pizza. Uh, then come and join us. It's going to be uh, this Wednesday night at the Ontario Improv. And then at the end of the month, I'll be doing the Dirty at 1230 like you did a couple of weeks ago uh, over Memorial Day weekend. And also, if you want to learn stand-up, I actually have a streaming class on Teachable Comedy Institute 
www.teachable.com and uh, you can actually watch my advanced joke writing class. Maybe we'll send the link to Brendan Schwab and uh, uh, I was going <laughs> to say, promo code. I, I can see you loading up the second I said that. I, I was like, just hey. waiting. I was yeah, going to so, say promo code Brendan Schwab. Right? You know, we should. We, I'll make that a promo code. I'll make that a promo code. Brendan, you get, you get, you get 25% off with Brendan. With one word. <laughs> Brendan, and we'll say we'll spell it Schwab with a W instead of uh, instead of a U. So S C H W A B. I'll put that up there later today or something. But uh, uh, if you want to, you can take it from anywhere now. You don't have to be in a major city or buy a comedy club. And watch some crappy local comic tell you nothing that you're going to be able to actually use. So check that out. Don, what do you got coming up? Uh, just my podcast, buddy. You know, doing the podcast and. Uh... I think I'm uh, planning a heist. I'll be uh, doing a heist this weekend, but uh, you didn't hear it here. It wasn't me. Nice, nice. <laughs> Sean, I'm still working on my Brendan Schaub uh, video. Um, I'm going to do that, uh, and then I'm also working on a video of my thoughts on Rocky, like the whole movie series. It uh, it actually should be pretty good. I'm going to do. Uh, everybody keeps trying to tell me I need to just do a YouTube channel since I'm so hilarious and talented. Uh, so I decided to go ahead and do it. I'll, I'll give it like a six month shot before I. Just uh, lose interest and buy another ten thousand dollar dog, probably. But I love it. Uh, this Thursday night, this Thursday night, I'm at the uh, I'm at the Strat UFC Comedy Jam. It's me, Frankie Edgar, uh, Andre Feely, Sarah, Sarah McMahon, Gerald Harris doing comedy. Um, come, it's gonna be airing on Fight Pass. Uh, and then I'm at the Strat again, June 27th to July 3rd for Fight Week. In Las Vegas, July 6th to 7th, Off the Hook Comedy Club in Florida, the Boca Black Box Theater uh, in Boca on July 8th and 9th. Um, and then uh, the Riot Comedy Club in Houston, Texas, July 15th and 16th. Uh, so thank you guys so much. Love you guys. Have a great day. Bye. Bye.